I'm bringing you the word. Rise about the storm. Can you turn your Bibles with me to Matthew chapter 14? The book of Matthew chapter 14. The gospel according to Saint Matthew chapter 14. Let me read from the verses 22 through 32. Wonderful words of scripture. Matthew 14 actually gives us a narration about Jesus Christ who had fed 5,000 men besides women and children. And you know in every society, more or less, women and children are more than men. I believe you agree with me on that. It means that if men were 5,000, chances are that women and children will be like 10,000. So about 15,000 people were fed. That is my estimation. I may be wrong, but if besides men, besides women and children, he fed 5,000 men, it means that they were more than 5,000 people. He fed them with only five loaves and two fish. Think about it. Is that not a miracle? So why are you crying and wondering, where is my provision going to come from? The same Jesus who could feed 5,000 men besides women and children with five loaves and two fish is alive. He's with you. He's in you. He will feed you. Yes, he will provide for you. He will provide a miraculous supply of provision, unending supply of provision and everything that you need. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So after that miracle, verse 22 of Matthew 14 says that, immediately that is immediately after the performance of that miracle immediately jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side that is across possibly a lake or a river while he sent the multitudes away you can imagine one man sending the multitudes away i'm sure he was giving them the benediction go in peace the lord is with you go in peace the lord is with you you are blessed go he sent the multitudes away and the 12 disciples went to the other side ahead of him. Verse 23 says, And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Listen, there's a time where you have to be alone. Jesus knew how to pray with the multitudes. And there were times where he had to also had to be alone. And this time round, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now, when evening came, he was alone there. Did you hear that? Aloneness is not the same as loneliness. Maybe you are complaining, I'm alone. I don't have a husband. I don't have a wife. I don't have a little child. I'm alone. I don't know. My good is turning to bad. Every good I do is turning to bad. <laughs> you are not alone, child of God. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He says, I'm with you always. The King James says, always. Always means all the way. If you meet a valley, he's with you. If you're on the mountaintop, he's with you. If you're going through the fire, he's with you. If you are going through water, he's with you. If you are going through the plain ground, he is with you. 
if you are in lying in green pastures, he is with you. He's always with you, even to the end of this age. So don't say, I'm alone. Jesus knew how to be alone, but he never felt lonely. And if he's with you, then you are not lonely, though you may be alone. Hallelujah. Verse 24 says, But the boat was now in the middle of the sea. Okay, so it was a sea they were crossing. And the boat was in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves. Please, did you hear that? The boat was in the middle of the sea, tossed. In other words, it, it was being hit by the waves. This is what I call storm. Storm has to do with rain, thunder, and waves of the sea. Rain, thunder, in fact, wind, and then the waves of the sea. But now, he said, the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. So, so did you see that there was a wave and there was a wind? And possibly some of us may even be experiencing some, some rain and thunder in addition to the wind and then to the waves. And you may be wondering what's happening. That's exactly what is happening to our world, this 21st century world, the year 2020. The year 2020 was met with something that was inherited from 2019 called COVID-19. And it entered 2020 and nations, governments, economies, political structures, educational structures, everything is being hit by the waves by the waves and the wind is contrary in other words if you made a projection that your GDP is going to be this and that by the close of the year all of a sudden there's a contrary wind tossing the boat the boat may be the nation the boat may be your family the boat may be your business the boat may be your academic life your projections your marital life I believe there were those who projected that by the end of April they would have been married and by next year, we would have been naming their children. Even to gather people to come and celebrate your marriage. Especially when, even if you have to do, let's say, uh, an ordinance marriage at the marriage registry. The marriage registry is not part of the essential service. So they are not working. So you cannot even go and do ordinance marriage. <laughs> hey, this is a wind. Hitting the boat of many, boat of nations, toss, but the wind is contrary. Child of God, when you are faced with a contrary wind, when it seems like what you projected and planned for is not working, we're going to learn what to do in circumstances like this because it's only Jesus who demonstrated how to live and rise above the storm. So, Verse 25 says, Now in the fourth watch, this is the fourth watch of the night, meaning that, you see, it was towards the late afternoon that Jesus Christ had fed the multitudes. And then in the evening, he went to the mountain alone and prayed. And throughout the night, Jesus spent the night alone. I want to encourage you, there are times where, especially now that we are all home, you can spend the night hours alone. What are you doing? You are praying. You are waiting on God. 
you are ministering to the Lord. You are talking to the Father. And you are also dealing with forces that rule in the night hours. The pestilence that walk in the night hours. The diseases that control lives and kill people. Spirit of death, spirit of disease, spirit of pain, spirit of poverty. That rule in the night hours. You can stand in the night. Bible says, come bless the Lord. All ye servants of the Lord who stand by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands to the holy place and bless the Lord. There's a place for standing in the night hours. Jesus did that. And we can follow his example. So in the fourth watch, there are four watches in the night hours. The first watch is 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. The second watch is 9 p.m. to 12 midnight. The third watch is 12 midnight to 3 a.m. And then the fourth watch is 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. in the morning. So this was the fourth watch from, from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Jesus Christ had finished praying. Verse 25 again. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. Oh my God. This is a miracle. And somebody will say that, oh, it's because he is the son of God. That is why he could walk on water, walk on the sea. But you're going to see that a mortal man, a man like myself and yourself, who had many doubts, who had a certain you know, Peter was, I would believe, was an extrovert, very unpredictable, sanguine, who today is cheerful and the next moment something else, who was always asking questions and who was always daring to, as it were, you know, buy into the mind of God and find out the will of God. There was a time he actually doubted, you know, uh, whether uh, Jesus Christ uh, was the savior why am I saying he doubted because he was so discouraged that the man that he thought would come and save you know Israel because that was his mind was led by the soldiers and was crucified and before his crucifixion he denied Jesus so disappointed to the extent that he even went back to fishing but God loves us if such a man, we will see very soon, could walk on water. Then it means that it was not only Jesus who walked on water. Child of God, you can walk on any water. The water that seems to be drowning humankind in this era of COVID-19, global pandemic, you can walk on that water. We're going to learn it very soon. Now in the fourth watch, verse 25 again, of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. 26 and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea they were troubled saying it is a ghost <laughs> it is not our time that we started believing that there's ghosts they also believe that there was a ghost say, it is a ghost the king james says it is a spirit and you see a spirit doesn't have a body so they saw it like a this one looks like a it's not real this must not be a human being can a human being walk on water they have never seen it before so they said it is a ghost and bible says and they cry out for fear this is our problem our problem is fear and i'll show you some two things that two categories of believers have been doing and why god would want us to rise above the storm and how to rise above the storm they cried out for fear
27. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. 28. And Peter, look at Peter, the sanguine. Or maybe he was a choleric. But certainly he was an extrovert. He had some combination of choleric and sanguine nature. But you see, no wonder he became a great leader. Yeah. People who are many, many troubles, usually they also have many, many potentials. You may despise a man like Peter, but there was a time somebody had died and they didn't get anybody in town but to send for Peter that he will come and raise her from the dead. And Peter came and raised Dorcas from the dead. Tabitha, are you there? That is, that is the man who was problematic, who was a troublemaker, who was doubtful, who had fears, who had uncertainties, who had many questions. In case you are there and you have many questions, don't despise yourself. God can still use you. If you could use Peter, child of God, he can use you. You are a potential uh, instrument in the hands of God for ministry and for the purposes of God, for the gospel. Hallelujah. And Peter answered, verse 28 again, answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, look at the word, the man had doubts. Say it's a ghost, but if it is you, command me. Oh, shatapputakataya. Command me to come to you on the water. The man had doubts, and at the same time, he had faith. In other words, I'm gonna dare this ghost. I believe that it's a ghost, but Lord, if it is you. You are saying it is you, so we should not be afraid. If it is you, then I want to hear your command. You see, this is faith. The man had doubts, but at the same time, he had faith. Faith is taking God by his word and acting on it. He, all Peter needed was the word, and he would act on it. He couldn't have stepped on the water all by himself. And that is what a lot of us do. We make attempts by ourselves without the instruction the instrumentality and the direction of God's word. Hey, that's dangerous. If God, God's word does not back what you're doing, it's a dangerous mission. In fact, it's a suicidal mission. You will destroy your life and destiny. So Peter showed us an example how to live. That if it is a command from God, then I will act on it. He could have said that if it is you, then I'm coming. But he didn't go all by himself. He needed a command. And I want to tell you, God has given a command. He says, fear not. Act on that word. In the midst of the global pandemic, in the midst of COVID-19, fear not. He says, I am. He didn't say, I will be. I will be is a promise. I am. It's a present tense reality. Don't be asking, so God, where are you? Where are you that people are dying? He says, I am with you. Faith is personal. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling and use your faith to now cover as a shield those who are dying and perishing. Use the opportunity not to also live in fear, but to now use your faith as a shield and pray for the salvation of those who are perishing. That's why we are here. Can you imagine if all of us after being born again we were taken to heaven? You will be amazed how many people would have died. It's because we are here. That is why many more have been preserved. If 3% have died, over 97% have recovered from the same COVID-19. 
from the same coronavirus infection is because there are people in the midst of the world people they don't know us but we are the reason why there is hope we are the light of the world we are the salt of the earth we are the reason why lives are still being preserved as we pray for governments as we pray for those who are the front line the doctors the nurses the paramedics as we pray for the security uh, forces, the soldiers, the police, the immigration, the custom officers, as we stand in the God, our input is also making it work. But you take away that input and you'll be amazed that without the input of the spiritual, our effort will be in vain and multitudes will perish. So tell us, God, we have something. We have the answer. We are the answer. Well, that's that's it by the way Peter said if it is you the man had doubt but at the same time he had faith maybe you are like Peter but God loves you anyway if it is you you see when you are talking to God don't say if but this man was daring if it is you if 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 that word if so you go to God and say God if it is your word then let me know God doesn't deal with that say he that come up to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You act on his word. But this man had doubt and then so spoke faith. If it is you, command me to come to you on the water. I like Jesus. Jesus didn't query Peter. He said, I've been with you all this while. You said doubt me. Get out of here. Jesus didn't do that. Jesus wanted to tell him that you can walk on water. Child of God, you can rise above the storm. The storm may be contrary. The wind, the waves, the rain, the thunder, and everything is contrary, and you feel like drowning. You can still rise above that storm and walk on water. Do you know what Jesus did? Look at the word. So he said, That's Jesus, verse 29. So Jesus said, Come. I hear in the spirit, Come. He said, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. In John 7, 37 through 39, he says that, Bible says, on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, if any man test, let him come to me and drink. For he that believe on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And this he spoke concerning the spirit who was not yet given because he, Jesus, was not yet glorified. Come. The word of the Lord to you today is come. Come. Come, 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 come. Take a step of faith. Tell yourself, I will live and not die. Tell yourself, I'm going to take God by his word and act on it. If he said he's with me, then he's with me. I fear nothing. That is what he told us in Hebrews 13 verse 5 and 6. He says, let your life be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. If it was a man, I may doubt it. But not when Jesus is speaking here. Not when God is speaking here. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So the verses of Hebrews 13 says, so that we may boldly say, not just say it, but say it boldly, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do to me. I will not. Don't fear, child of God. Come. That's the word. I like Peter. The man who had doubts also was the only person, apart from Jesus, who walked on water. Not even Moses. Moses 
parted the Red Sea into two and walked on dry ground. But here we find another man called Peter walking on water like Jesus. That's to tell you that it was not because Jesus was the Son of God. It was because anything is possible to him who believes. Are you a believer? Anything is possible. Hallelujah. Look at it. He said to him, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked did you see that in your Bible? He walked on the water. Bible didn't say he was sinking. He walked on the water to go to Jesus. Hey! He walked on the water. Today, you will walk on the water. You will rise above the storm. The storm is seeking to drown you, but you are rising above it. He was looking to Jesus. He walked on the water. Do you remember Hebrews chapter 12, the verse 2? He says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Look to Jesus. Once you are looking to Jesus, you can rise above the storm. Once your gaze is on Jesus, you can rise above the storm. Once Jesus is your focus, you can rise above the storm. Yes, you can. I said, yes, you can. Hallelujah. Let me read verse 29 again. And he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. 30. But when, oh, something has happened here. The man who had his gaze on Jesus, the man who had his focus on Jesus, all of a sudden, Bible says, but when he saw the eye is a sensory organ. We walk by faith and not by sight. Child of God, we walk by faith. The man who was walking by faith, he, has, he had never heard that anybody could walk on water. Never. But the fact that Jesus could walk on water, he dared the word of God that if it is you, then command me to come and also walk on the water. Jesus said, come. And the man got out of the boat and stepped on the water. And he was walking on the water, going to Jesus. He had his gaze on Jesus. He had his focus on Jesus. But he moved from faith now to physical sight. That he says, but when he saw, Peter saw that the wind was boisterous. What does that mean? That was a storm. When Peter saw the storm, when he saw the wind, the waves, the thunder, I am sure it was, it was quite frightening. But Jesus was not perturbed. He was still on the water. What happened that Peter took his gaze away from Jesus and began to look at the storm and began to look at the boisterous wind. When he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. Hey, listen, a lot of us, the motivation that takes us to God in prayer is not faith, but fear. The reason why you find a lot of God's people praying, but there seems to be no answer, is not because 
they are not praying, but because the motivation, what propelled them to the prayer closet wasn't faith, it was fear. Fear? Hey, it's not countenance in the presence of God. Fear is not part of God. Bible says God has not given us the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. So long as your motivation to the prayer closet is fear, child of God, I can, I can, I can promise you, you ain't going to get no answer. Oh yes, I'm saying like the Americans will say, you ain't going to get no answer. Why? Because fear is not the motivation to God. He says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. He is what you are looking for. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. A lot of people are praying now. Not because they have faith in God, but because they are afraid of the wind. The boisterous wind. They are afraid of the storm. They are afraid that chances are that this COVID-19 may move from some nation and come to their doorstep. So they are praying, ready? Ready? They may even be praying in tongues, but their motivation is fear and not faith. <laughs> Am I communicating to you? Child of God, check your motivation. And your motivation to prayer is dependent on your focus, what you are gazing on. Are you looking to Jesus? Or you are looking at the storms which is coming at you? Are you are looking at the boisterous wind, the contrary wind, the waves, the wind, the thunder, the lightning. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And listen, fear will make you drown it doesn't matter how loud your prayer is if it was motivated by fear you will only sink you will not get up look at it but when he was when he saw that the wind was boisterous he was afraid and beginning to sink he began to sink the man who was walking on water just like jesus he began to sink and many are sinking now not because God can't save them, but because they are afraid. They have taken their gaze off Jesus to the wind. They hear every news. They listen to every story. Everything is pumping fear into their heart. Bible says, watch what you hear. And watch how you hear. These are two scriptures. I've always given that assignment. Check it. It's in the Bible. Watch what you hear. Watch how you hear. Two of them. One is in Old Testament, one is in the New Testament. Watch what you hear. One day I'll show it to you. Watch how you hear. You are allowing your senses to perceive everything that is going on in the world and you are beginning to sink. Hey, don't sink. Don't drown. Don't go down. Are you there? Don't go down. Not with COVID-19. Not with the global pandemic. Don't. And how do you do that? By keeping your gaze on Jesus. By keeping your focus on Jesus. I'm going to show you how to do that. 
because it is not enough to say keep your gaze and focus on Jesus after all Jesus is in heaven you and I know that he ascended to heaven so are we going to now look into the heaven and say Jesus I look to you Ooh, I look to you is that what we're going to do I'll show you how to do that as I'm concluding my message I'll show you how to do that because that's the reason why we are here today to rise about the storm and on Wednesday and on Saturday we will do the practicality of it rising about the storm but I like Peter for something you see when he began to sink he didn't say that ah I don't want the other 11 to know that I'm sinking so I will sink anyhow I don't I don't want them to know that I'm afraid I am a potential leader amongst them but I don't want them to know that I'm afraid so out of ego out of pride he would have sunk and Peter would have sunk listen this was the middle of the sea so we don't know the depth of the sea it must have been very deep deeper than the height of Peter so if Peter had not done what I'm going to read to you chances are that he would have sunk and died and perished the Bible says and beginning to sink the last line of verse 30 he cried out son of God when you realize that you are sinking don't don't out of pride out of ego shut your mouth cry out help will come your way cry out he cried out saying Lord save me it is like saying Hosanna Hosanna means Lord save us so he said Hosanna that's what we celebrated some two weeks ago and because of Jesus, we can always say Hosanna in the midst of this COVID-19. Lord, save us. Look at verse 31. And immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand. I thought that Jesus was far away from Peter. But look at the miracle. Immediately, the man cried out and Jesus is a very present help. So immediately Peter cried out, immediately from nowhere, the man who was walking on water got to Peter and stretched out his hand and caught him because he was going down and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Verse 32, and when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. When Jesus comes into your life, the wind maybe boisterous but ultimately it will cease yeah for the things that we see are temporary but the things which we do not see are eternal we can always take god's word as the eternal word and act on it peter saw the wind and took his attention from jesus to the wind many of us in this era where we are home if you don't keep your attention on Jesus and for that matter on his word and on his spirit you will sink I'm not prophesying doom but I'm telling you that scripture cannot be broken this was written for us so that we will learn how to rise above the storm instead of focusing on the things that we hear and see Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever focus on him the question is how do i do that because he's in heaven am i going to be gazing into the skies 
No. He left us his word. And then also, he sent us his spirit. And I said that again. He left us his word. Everything that happened, he, by the inspiration of the spirit, allowed it to be documented. The word of God has suffered more persecution than anybody on the planet Earth. The word of God was, was stopped from being translated from one language to the other. People were burnt, people were given to lions, people were persecuted, they were chased out of town. But the word of God has thrived and it has overcome. And today you and I have access to the word of God. It's not that easy in some nations, even in our present era, where you have the Bible and you've been reading it. It's not that easy. But we have it. He left us his word as an encouragement, as a document for us to have inspiration that this word, it still works. It works. It works. And as if that was not enough, he also left us his spirit. Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believe? Since you believe. You see, Apostle Paul asked that question. Meaning that you could believe and become born again, but you might not have received the Holy Spirit. So he asked them, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? Have you received the Holy Spirit? Why the Holy Spirit? I'll tell you. Colossians 3.16, okay, talks about the word. He says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, he says, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So when you have the word of God richly in you and you are in deep communion with the Holy Spirit on the inside of you and your focus is on the God on the inside, not on the storm on the outside, you rise above the storm. Can I say that again? When the word of God is rich in you, some of us, maybe it is this time that we are all home that you have not had access to your Bible. It might have gathered dust and you have not dusted your Bible and you now know that I have to read my Bible because every day, 4 a.m. off, oh yeah, you go. And then by 8 p.m. you are back, tired. The moment you want to read some scripture, for I realize you have those off. All of us are victims and sinners in that regard, including myself. But now we are given the opportunity to take the word of God more seriously because everything that is happening people have gotten to know that the word is no color it's no longer a cake it is so current that everything that is happening had already been documented in the scripture way back in Ezekiel way back in Daniel way back in Amos way back in the book of Revelation way back in Thessalonians it had been documented and everything that is happening people are now getting to know that the word is so current it's alive. The word of God is alive. It lives. It's quick and powerful. Sharper than any two I just saw. <laughs> the word of God. So, the word of God in you, Colossians 3.16, it says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let means make. Make it. It's your responsibility to read, to study, to meditate on the word. And let the word feed your spirit. Don't just take any junk into your spirit. Let the word of Christ dwell. It is my responsibility. It is your responsibility. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Be rich in the word. So that when they push you to the wall, what will come out of you is the word. 
for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks but if the word is not in you in the midst of this COVID-19 the moment you hear any news especially if it is close to your border all you say is because that is what is in you fear don't be motivated by fear if your prayer is motivated by fear I want to just give you this word it will not you will not receive any answer yeah because God doesn't deal with fear fear has torment I would say he who fears is not made perfect in love perfect love casts out fear are you listening perfect love it casts out fear and the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who is given to us Romans 5 5 so if the love of Christ is in you it checks out fear fear should not be the motivation our motivation to God should be because he loved us so we also love him like we did from the beginning of this service worshiping him adoring him that's how to go before God not because your prayer you have seen answers to your prayer but because you know that he is faithful he's reliable he's trustworthy he is he is a savior and the savior he's a very present help in time of trouble so no matter what you can still go with him with love with adoration with worship and it's the word of god that does that if it's in you and then the spirit of god if you are in communion with him that is why i said the grace of the lord jesus christ and the love of god and the communion of the holy spirit be with you all child of god instead of focusing on the news out there i want to admonish you focus on the greater one on the inside and if that is your focus then the one that is on the inside of you will lift you above the storm in the midst of the waves in the midst of the boisterous wind in the midst of the thunder the lightning and the contrary wind you will still rise above the storm i see you overcome I see you overcome. Say you are of God, little children, and have overcome them. What is the them? That is the forces that are out there. You have overcome them. He didn't say you will overcome them. You have. If God says you have, embrace it. Take him by his word and act on it. How do you do that? You tell yourself, I am an overcomer. Not because you can see the signs, but because the word says so. Like Peter, the wind was still there. He had never heard that a human being could walk on water. But he said, if it is you, Jesus, then command me to come. And Jesus said, come. And he took him by his word. And dead the circumstance. Dead the boisterous wind. Dead the waves. Dead everything that was contrary. And stepped on the water. And when he stepped on the, on the water with the first foot, he didn't sink. Then he added a second foot. And he was walking on the water to go to Jesus. Walking on the water to go to Jesus. Walking on the water to go to Jesus. I see you live about the storm. I see you rise about the storm. I see you walking on water. The very thing that is drowning others, you will walk on it. I said the very thing that is drowning others, when men are cast down, you shall say there is a lifting up. You will rise about the storm. Begin to pray, rise above the storm. Ah. Begin to pray. I see you overcome. You have overcome death, death, indebtedness. Your debt has become so accumulated. 
that you feel like life has come to an end. If not because of those children, hmm, you would have committed suicide. But I hear the Lord say to me to tell you, don't kill yourself. Woman, don't kill yourself. What are you talking about? Because of debt, don't you know that God can just send an angel to provide the money, not only to pay your debt, but also to feed the home all the days of your life? So why do you want to commit suicide? Why do you want to kill yourself? Because of indebtedness. When you look at the children, you just say, oh, if not for these children, I would have just drunk some poison because I'm afraid. I don't know whether my world has come to an end. Now your world is not coming to an end. Yeah. For us as children of God, it's not like, oh, then the world has come to an end. So it means that all that will be died. What does that mean? If you understand the program of God, God's program is to take over this world one day and renovate it and make it better. The Bible calls it the world to come. And Isaiah prophesied and said that the one to come, when we see it, this one that we live in will not be remembered, nor even come to mind by reason of the glory of the one to come. So there's hope for the believer. There's hope. But I'm announcing to you that instead of committing suicide, remember that God is a very present help. He's a very present help in time of trouble. In your trouble, remember him. Don't be motivated by your fear to go to God, but rather faith in the word of God that he is able to supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Let that be your motivation and go before him in prayer. Now let's go before God in prayer. Don't let your fear take you to prayer. Let faith in God take you to prayer. Let faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. He said, it is finished. The Greek word is, tetelestar. it is finished. It is finished. Hey, it is finished. It is finished. He paid the debt, including that physical debt. Not just the debt of your sins, but the debt of money. Money that has accumulated and you feel like you're, you want to drown. You don't know how you're even going to feed tomorrow. But he holds tomorrow. And he knows tomorrow. And he cares about you. So what are you talking about? Fear not. I announce to you, rise about the storm. On Wednesday and on Saturday. Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. We have the word and the spirit encounter. We're going to practicalize this message. And on Saturday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. GMT, Saturday prayer breakfast, we're going to practicalize this message. Okay? So Wednesday and Saturday, don't miss out. But I'm right, keep Proska, right now. I feel in my spirit, I sense in my spirit that you're going to begin to talk and talk to God because you are rising above the storm. The very thing that is drowning others, you're going to use it as a chariot. You will ride higher. Look to Jesus. Look to his word in your, in your spirit. Look to his, to his spirit in your spirit. The word of God is in your spirit and the spirit of God is in your spirit. Look to Jesus. His word and his spirit are available. So don't look out to heaven trying to see whether you can see him out there. He is in you. The greater one lives on the inside of you, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That COVID-19 will not kill you because the greater one lives on the inside of you. Yes, you say, okay, it killed an uncle. It killed even you know, a big man out there. It killed a big woman out there. But you have a relationship with God. You have a relationship with God. Don't let their fear be your fear. Don't fear their fear. We will pray for them. But in the midst of praying for them, we fear nothing. The Lord is with us. The Lord is in us. The Lord is at work in us. 
Fear not, child of God. Stand strong. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord. He's with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Open your mouth and pray. Wherever you are in your home, open your mouth and pray. Change is happening. Change is happening. Change is happening. Right now, your change has come. Your change has come. Your change has come. Your change has come. Ha ho, rokos. Mini mini katana. Rabana maso prototos. Eberi mini kataza. Abara baba. Abala baba. Abala baba. Rise above the storm. Rise above sickness. Rise above poverty. Rise above lack. Rise above your fears. Rise above the storm. Rise above that which is seeking to drown you. Don't sink. Don't go down. Don't keep your gaze on the boisterous wind. Don't keep your gaze on the waves. Don't keep your, your gaze on the contrary wind. Don't keep your gaze on the storm. Look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Look to Jesus. He will not fail you. I said he will not fail you. Hey, you are not finished. I hear somebody say, but I'm finished. You are not finished. You are not finished. I announce you, you are not finished. Stop the fear. You are not finished. The Lord is with you. The Lord is your comfort. The Lord will satisfy you. He will bring help. He will bring help. Help has come. Help has come. You are not finished. Don't throw your hand into despair. Into the air in despair. In utter hopelessness and, and, and desperation. And wondering, where is my help going to come from? The psalmist said, I will look up to the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. My my help coming from the Lord. My help coming from the Lord. My help, my help. He's my helper. I will not fear him. And the devil of us, Tolobos, Iberebere Masatolobo, Ibaramasa Bratolos, Arababa, Rababa, 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 Apolioso, 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 Iandolobos, Iandolobos, Lift your voice, rise above the storm, rise above the storm, rise above the storm, rise, 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 rise above the storm. Mary Mandoroboso. Kere makasa indere menesa andele mesesh rebele maso aborobobo abolobobo rise above the storm rise above the storm bari baba bari baba bari baba bari baba bari baba bari baba confront the enemy i bow to i bow hey malandorobosho if jesus died for me and rose again for me i rise above the storm i rise above I rise above shame. I rise above poverty. I rise above. I rise above. I rise above COVID-19. I rise above every global pandemic. I rise and Ibaros, Ibaros, Amalaba Bali and the Rain. 
Rise above the storm, rise above sin, rise above shame, rise above poverty, rise above the wind, the contrary wind, rise above the, the waves, the contrary waves, rise above it. Rise above it, for the hand of the Lord is upon you, and the grace of God is at work in you. Rise above the storm, rise above the storm, rise above the storm, rise, 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 rise above the storm. I like it when the prodigal son, the Bible says, when he came to himself, are you coming to yourself? How do you come to yourself? You have something on the inside. You have the word of God in you. You have the spirit of God in you. Come to yourself. When he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have enough to eat and even to spare? And I'm here competing with pigs for the same food. Then he said, he said I will arise. I will arise and go back to my father. Child of God, arise. Arise. You have something on the inside. The word of God in you. That way that gave you salvation is still in you. And you've got the Holy Ghost. If you have received him, hey, look to Jesus. He is on the inside of you in the person of his word and his spirit. Arise above the storm by the enablings of the Holy Ghost. By the working of the word of God on the inside. Rise above. Rise above. Rise above the storm. My man, don't Rise above the storm. Rise it, rise, rise, rise above. Rise above the storm. Man, pam, pam, de rush. In the rebidibid on the robos. Rise above the storm. And the rebidish. Rabarosh. 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 Don't fear, don't fear, don't fear. He's taking care of you. He will take care of that debt. The debt is paid. It's paid. It's paid. It's paid. He paid a debt. You did not owe. I mean, he did not owe, rather. He paid a debt that he did not owe. And I owe the debt I could not pay. And I needed someone to wash my sins away. Ah, and he paid my debt. Is there any other thing that he cannot do? He said, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Jeremiah 32, the verse 27. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? In Romans 8, 32, he says, He who did not spare his son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Rise above the storm. 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 It's enough. Enough of sitting in the mud. Enough of sitting in the vomit. Enough of feeding with pigs. Enough of the cutting of the corners. Enough of trying to do it by your might and by your power. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by my spirit. Say yes, the Lord. Rise above the storm. Rise above the storm. I announce to you. I encourage you. Rise above the storm. Rise, rise, rise. 
like the prodigal son, I will arise and go back to my father. I will arise and go back to my father. I will arise. I arise. I refuse to sink in the storm. I refuse to go down with the waves and the contrary wind. I rise about the storm because the greater one lives on the inside. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. I rise above the storm. I arise above the storm. I arise rise above the storm. I walk on the water. I walk on the waves. I walk, I walk through the wind. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me not some of the days but all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever that's how to rise that's how to rise rise above the storm rise above the storm rise above the storm rise above the storm whoosh whoosh karabasatorobos imorobosotorobos imorobosotorobos have you abandoned your tools? Are you packing up? And you feel like it's over? It's not over. Hey, it's not over. Don't fold up that ministry. I'm talking to a man of God. Listen to me right now. Don't fold up that ministry. It's not over. I'm prophesying to you, child of God. It's not over. Don't fold up that ministry. The Lord has given you a ministry already. Why are you folding it up? Don't you know that he who puts his hand to the plow and turns back is not fit for the kingdom? Don't fold up the ministry. It's not over. Bible says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And you are asking yourself, but the Lord gave me an international ministry. Now how can I travel when everything is locked up? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? God knows what he's doing. If we can follow his leading, we will never be led astray. God loves you, child of God. Don't give up. Don't fold up your ministry. Don't give up. Don't fold up your ministry. Take up your tools. Continue to pray. He will visit you and he will open your eyes again. He will show you visions of the future and you will know his will and you will walk in it in the name of Jesus.